This is Donnell Davis. Welcome to the Soften Podcast for Divine Feminine Leaders. To soften is to receive fully all of who you are, to own your dark side so it doesn't own you. Your dark is your divinity awakening to radically know yourself. Together, we will restore majesty on this earth. Your queendom awaits. Sitting here having some coffee, and I was dropping into my heart this morning, and I wanted to share some things that were coming through, because I feel like we're all just getting to know each other just a little bit more, and I have been on a spiritual journey for quite some time, and I wanted to share the ups and downs of what it looks like to be a spiritual leader, a light warrior, to just be on the spiritual path, really, because not all of us, um, you know, make a career career out of it. For some of us, it's just a quiet but consistent part of our lives, and it's fascinating, you know, on social media and out in the world, like what, how kind of trendy being spiritual can be, and having crystals and, you know practicing Reiki and doing yoga and all the things. And those are beautiful. All of them in their own right are beautiful practices. But what is it really to be spiritual? And what does that look like? And I'm going to give you my raw and edited thoughts about this because I like to keep it real. And I do consider myself to be a spiritual leader and someone who kind of adheres to the future. What I mean by that is I really believe the future is always speaking to us and we can always sense it through our feelings and it always leaves clues. And where spirituality is going and heading, I believe, is in new directions. And I'm excited to talk about that today. So just a little bit, you know, about my spiritual journey you know, and I'm sure a lot of you can relate to this. I grew up and I went to Catholic school from kindergarten all the way through high school. And I wasn't Catholic. My parents were non-denominational. They, ironically, my mom, you know, when she got remarried, my stepdad was Jewish. And so I got to learn about you know, Judaism and we like celebrate, we had a menorah for Hanukkah and then we had the Christmas tree and all the things. And so religion was definitely a part of my journey. And I learned a lot about, you know, God and Jesus and Mary and all the things because that's part of Catholic school. And there's like traditions and rituals that I still hold really dear to my heart. Um, But I knew very early on that religion felt you know, what I later learned to be called dogmatic, um, it just felt constricting to me. And I am not saying that there isn't such a beautiful place for religion within our lives. Um, but for me, I had to kind of forge my own path. And that was, you know, where my spirituality was developed. And it really started in my 20s because. I had discovered in high school Edgar Casey, and I had this step-grandmother who was very spiritual, and she was always talking about psychic stuff, 
and come to realize like she was really seeding for me something that was going to become part of my future reality. And I just, I was so fascinated by reincarnation and, you know, multiple lives and like what was on the other side and all these things. And so that part of, you know, that piece of spirituality just was this constant chatter in my mind of, you know, I'm a triple Sagittarius. So my, my North node is in Sagittarius, my sun sign, my moon sign. So I'm always, you know, going to be a seeker. And so that's why I think this conversation is so important to have, because if you're a seeker like me, you probably have a similar story in some sense of, you know, you, you grew up and you may have been, you learned some beliefs and had some things handed down to you, but the true path is the path inwards. And so in my twenties, I, I knew I had to learn about energy. I knew I had to learn about, um, you know, intuition and being psychic. And that was where my path led me, you know, my twenties and into my early thirties. And in my early thirties is when I started doing psychic work. And I don't like that term. I feel like psychic work is really heavy for some reason. It just, it carries like so much density to me, that terminology. So I'm going to stick with, you know, I opened up my psychic senses and I became an intuitive healer. And when I started doing that work, I really started to tap into what I would later know as, you know, the quantum field of infinite possibilities and source. And it opened up this whole journey. But what I really want to share about being spiritual and being a spiritual trans, you know, like not trendsetter, but like letting go of the trendsetter version of it and stepping into the actual leadership of it, you know, cause it's so easy to, like I said, be like trendy with spirituality, but the truth about, I believe being spiritual is really the initiations that you will go through within your life to crack you wide open and bring you back home to yourself. And those initiations could look anything like, and they're, and they're happening your entire life. You know, like, I think people think, oh, when I get, you know, to a certain point in my life, like, it's just gonna, everything's gonna be like, more blissful, or things are just going to be easier. I think what changes the more spiritual and the more we go through our own evolution is that we come to have a better foundation within ourselves to handle the craziness or the obstacles or challenges that arrive on our path. And there's two parts you know, if you ask me about being spiritual and I'm going to say, and this is where I'm probably going to maybe differ from other people on this, but it has to do like for me with your body and then obviously your consciousness. And, you know, every time I meditate and I lead meditations in my, you know, for my clients, I always have this thing where I want the higher self to really be inhabited within physical form. And, you know, when we go through these initiations, so, I mean, I'm sure for most of us, they start as early as, 
childhood, you know, your, your subconscious programming, all the things that are happening, your biggest wound happens in your childhood and it gets stored in your body. And, you know, I think in my last podcast, I was talking about like really how to learn how to feel safe and feel well, you know, your body holds all your intuition. So if you like me developed this kind of defense mechanism very early on in your life of like, it's not safe to feel because there's chaos and stuff around me, then one of your biggest spiritual tools is going to be compromised. And it's not to say that you won't be intuitive, you know, intuitive, this is what's so fascinating is I've, I'm coming to realize like how much I've been unlocking my intuition. So what I mean by that is I, you know, as a intuitive, I've been doing readings for people for years. I channel source and I don't even know how many years it's been. It's been probably 15 years I've been doing this type of work, but I, you know, the clearer I've gotten as a channel, the better I can see for others. But what I'm talking about for spirituality more is how we can see ourselves, how we can access information for ourselves when we're going through challenging times, when things are difficult, when we're going through the initiations. Because being spiritual is knowing that God or, you know, whatever you want to call it, divine universe is always speaking to you. And that you have this beautiful soul, this consciousness that is an emanation of the divine that's also always speaking to you. That's always, that's the future part of you. That's always leaving you clues. And I think the, the bridging, you know, like, so there's a bridging for me with spirituality between like your physical body and your consciousness. Because if your physical body has been turned off, let's say all these years, because you had all these challenging things happen and you just learned to have this like, you know, protective layer over your heart. Like you don't know how to drop into your body. Um, And I want you to think about that for a second. Like how connected to your physical body are you? Like, do you love being in your body? Do you see it as, you know, this temple where maybe you get to push it in sports. Maybe you find the flow state and different things you're doing. Maybe you dance and you lose yourself in that, you know, like what is your relationship with your body? Cause that is going to very much be a part of your spirituality. And people don't really talk about that, you know, as much now there's much more buzzwords now about like embodiment and integration and all this kind of stuff. And as there should be, because if you are always head in the clouds into consciousness, into higher states and all that kind of stuff, that is amazing, but it's also fantastical too. And I have learned the hard way that, you know, through my journey of my obstacles and, you know, different initiations that I've had that I had turned off my body, but I was really good at accessing higher states of consciousness. I was really good at like channeling and all this stuff and receiving information. But when it came to my own life, you know, cause I could do it for other people is what I'm saying, obviously, you know, obviously for, for my way, what I do for a living, but, um, really receiving the, the, using that, that, consciousness to really access my own truth and have a merging of heaven and earth within my heart. That's kind of what I'm talking about, you know, as 
like the higher states within the physical body. And so part of being spiritual, I feel, is that we have these traumas and things that are happening all the time in our lives. And realizing that those things that are happening to us are part of our, you know, I know you know this, but they're part of our journey. And part of being, you know, spiritual is realizing like, shit's going to be crazy sometimes. Like sometimes you're going to look at yourself and be like, how did I get here? Like, what did I how did I not see this? Like, where did, you know, have I been living in a dream? Like I just worked with a client the other day and we had such a good conversation because she had this awakening where it was like somebody came into her life and, you know, helped her open up to see other parts of herself. And when I saw it, when I was channeling, it felt like a thunderbolt from the skies came down and like shocked her awake. And sometimes in our spirituality, things will happen like that where we'll have like a big awakening and this huge epiphany and all of a sudden we are awakened from this like sleep state you know we've been sleeping our whole lives and when I say sleeping it's like you're in a trance almost and you don't even know it because you're the trance is is that you've accepted that what your parents taught you and your school taught you and what everybody else is telling you to do and what life you're supposed to live is what you're actually supposed to be doing And part of spirituality is waking up one day, and it doesn't matter if it's in your teens, your 20s, your 30s, your 40s, your 50s, your 60s, I don't care. It's just the point of, it happens if you allow it. And one day you wake up and you realize, wait a second, I'm not living my soul's truth. This is not the life that I want to be doing anymore. And that starts this journey, right? of looking at your past for the evidence, for the information, for the patterns, for what has been stuck in the unconscious. That's the body, right? And of course the body has to do with your like thoughts and your, you know, emotions and your feelings and all those things, right? But so much of this spiritual journey is noticing where you're looping, where you keep having these things happen, where it's like, it doesn't, it's like life brings you these situations and you can interchangeably change the faces of the person. If it's a relationship lesson, you know, like, let's say you're going, you're learning how to love yourself, which really is what spirituality is. It's coming home to you and knowing that you are source within that you are always connected to the divine, right? But it's these initiations and these things that take you through these journeys that are designed to bring you back home to yourself. So you go through these, like, let's say relationships and you find that you keep attracting in like the same type of betrayal or the same type of rejection or the same type of abandonment. And it's like, wait a second, I just went through this whole relationship to find out like this is, I could just, it's almost like, I almost see it like a, like a cartoon or something. Like you just change the picture of the face, but it's like the same lesson, same thing. Or maybe at work, you have the same thing coming up over and over again where you're like, oh my gosh, 
keep having conflict with my, you know, my peers or my employees or I can't speak my truth. And it's, and it's like, if you're asleep, you're going to think like, oh my gosh, this keeps happening to me. Why does this keep happening? I hope you're enjoying this episode of the Soften Podcast. I want to take a quick break to talk about an amazing invitation to work with me like my high-end clients do for a fraction of the investment. It's a monthly membership called Soul Lab. It's a space to focus and expand your relationship with source, your soul, frequency, and intuition. Because seeing life through this lens will create everyday mastery as you co-create a brilliant future. This is an incredible opportunity to work with me at a pre-launch rate for only $44 a month. Yes, $44. What will you receive? A hosted Telegram chat with an amazing like-minded women, a group coaching call where you get time to be coached by me, a frequency activation, which is a channeled meditation that quantum leaps you to your next level of embodiment, a new moon webinar where you'll receive cosmic awareness and intention setting. And lastly, a frequency activation breathwork ceremony where heaven meets earth in your body. I don't need to convince you to join because your soul will feel 100% resonant if this is a yes. But act fast and click the link in the podcast to sign up now. I'd love for you to join me. So decide to say yes to your soul. Now back to the podcast. The alternative is you wake up and you go, oh my God, this keeps happening to me. So one thing I want to say is it doesn't matter your level of being awake. You will still have challenges and lessons because that is part of our evolution. That subconscious of of your childhood and your wounding is freaking powerful and it holds mystery right? So until you really get still and you pause in your life and you breathe, which is part of the spiritual journey, it's slowing down and going, what is happening? Why does this keep showing up? Who am I in this? What am I, where, how am I showing up? What's the common denominator here? Oh wait, it's me, you know? And it's, And it's hard sometimes to see that because it's painful. But at the same time, it's the only way you get set free. And so, you know, in that, in your spiritual journey, when that happens, instead of, you know, picking through the past and going, oh, I should have done that. I could, if I would have known that, if I could have done that different, the should have, would have, could have will kill you. They will anchor you to the past and you will have to like review and understand like the lesson itself, like why these things, you know, showed up and why you behaved in the ways that you did so that you can come back home to yourself. And that's when, after you start to notice the patterns, hopefully as a spiritual being on your journey, you start to get stronger and more resilient. And you say, hey, I did that in the past. So next time I'm in this situation, when somebody, you know, says something to me that doesn't work for me, instead of letting my throat close up and not say 
my truth or accept that thing in that relationship that does not work for me or sabotage my body and eat shitty food because I'm emotionally disturbed. Whatever it is, whatever your go-to has been, whatever the patterning is, you stop and you take a moment and you say, okay, I know what I've done in the past, but who am I today? What has this, what has this all taught me? And you shift and you pivot and you start to make new decisions and have new boundaries. Being spiritual is having boundaries so that you can be, you know, not, it's not like you have to protect your energy field, but like if you're, if you've been in situations where you've been the people pleaser or always saying yes to everything when you really want to say no, you have to have boundaries. Being spiritual means being so freaking powerful in your no, you know, it's like people I see all the time. They're just like these recovering people pleasers. And like, Oh, I don't know if I want to, it's, you know, it's hard for me to say no. It's like, that is, it's spiritual to say no. It really is because it's like honoring, honoring where you're at, honoring what's important to you, loving yourself and in your boundaries, You know, when you start to exercise them and you start to shift and say, you know, I'm not, I'm going to go about this in a new way, your life starts to shift, right? Because you're learning, you're growing, you're expanding. And from there, you start to learn how to love yourself more, how to be with yourself because part of this spiritual journey and really stepping into leadership is knowing that nothing's going to be perfect. You get to show up and you get to get past this, these places in you that you feel insecure and small and, oh, I messed up. And if this person saw this about me, they would think, oh my gosh, you know, what's wrong with me? Listen, you're beautiful just the way you are. Your, you know, wounds and the things that you've been through, when you take ownership for them, they make you so incredibly gorgeous and embodied. And when you speak to other people, they feel you because you're authentic. And in your vulnerability, there is strength. And that is leadership, like coming from a place of like, I know who I am. I have lived. I have battle wounds, you know, to show it. And I'm okay with that. Because I know that my past was the raw material for me to like sit with, to decide who I'm going to be today. Like everything that's happened to you. When you decide that you're not going to keep going back and beating yourself up and that you're actually going to make changes in the now, then you start to like really set yourself free and go, oh my gosh, okay, I am a work of art that's always in progress. There is no destination. Being a leader means that you'll show up in your messy but beautiful imperfection. And that when life gives you these crazy, crazy, like, you know, challenges or things that happen or these, you know, new way, you know, like the next level of awakening for you, the next level of, uh, your, your thunderbolt, whatever your thunderbolt is, 
that instead of beating yourself up because, oh, I'm so spiritual, I should know this, or I'm so intuitive, I should have seen this, you understand that life is a process and healing is not linear. And sometimes we go backwards and we go back to our inner child and we're having to, you know, parent our inner child and speak to our inner child because she's so, she or he is so triggered, right? And then other times when you look backwards, you see that your future self too was always involved as well. That part of you, that, you know, soul aspect, that cosmic ancient self that is, you know, leaving you all these clues and you look and you go, oh my gosh, during that time frame, I got that download or that information that I was supposed to move in this direction. And maybe you didn't like massively change your life, but you, you took some step, some micro movement. And if you take a micro movement every single day, over time, your life will look different. And I believe the spiritual path is that it's, it's allowing yourself every day to come back more home to yourself, to let go of all the ways that you've been conditioned so that you can figure out who you really are and live according to your soul's truth, to be able to show up in your gifts and to live according to your own blueprint. And the only way you can show up in your gifts, right, is if you're willing to claim them and own them and if you're at war within yourself all the time reviewing the past why what you know going back into all the stories and the narratives and all the stuff that makes us a victim then you're losing power then your spiritual journey is not one that is necessarily going to fulfill you and give you the momentum to move forward It's one where you're in a state of suffering. And we get to choose how long we're going to suffer. Because all of us are going to experience something bad. We're, you know, look at what's happening on the planet. There's, There's chaos and there's craziness. And you could get so bogged down and weighted down. And you might feel like your spiritual journey is to be in that. But what is that really going to help? Yes, we have to create change. Yes, we have to create a new world and awaken to new possibilities. But first, you must do it within yourself. What are your new possibilities? What would your life look like if you were to like give yourself that love and compassion and, and embrace your gifts and live unapologetically? Who would you be? And with that version of you, maybe it's, maybe she's already, maybe you're already there. Maybe you're already living it, but maybe you need to, you know, embody it just a little bit more. Would that version of you just be able to walk in her room and just through her frequency shift others? Yeah, she would. Of course she would, right? You know, those people, they walk in a room and you feel them and just being in their presence shifts you. It's like you can be around somebody and you might have been sad and all of a sudden you just hang out and talk to somebody for, you know, maybe a few minutes and they just drop in some love bomb like right in your heart and all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, I feel so much better. It's the transmission of who they are. So being spiritual, 
Yes, it's being, you know, connected to the divine always. And, you know, you could have all the routines and all the practices in the world, right? But if you don't take that wisdom, well, let me say it like this, actually. If you don't take the information, read all the books, listen to all the podcasts, do all the things, right? That's all just information. It has to become experiential. You have the, you know, the, the greatest possibility you have in your spiritual journey is to learn how to experience the divine. And that is a heart-opening experience. That's not something that anybody else can do for you. And they might be able to facilitate an experience, you know, that like, you know, going to like a medicine journey or, you know, working with a healer. But you have to be willing to open your heart, taking radical responsibility for who you are and what you've created and telling the divine, having that conversation, being in constant conversation, divine, oh my God, this is a lot for me right now. Like this, this, this journey I'm on, I, I surrender. I let go of some of these things. Please assist me. Please bring in grace into my life because some of these things I don't understand just yet. But I know that you and I are co-creating a better experience even more so than I already have. So part of the journey, right, is that if you know that you are a spark of the divine, you know that you always have a partner in life. And then the true spiritual journey is becoming whole within yourself, right? Knowing that you have everything within you, that you don't need something outside of yourself to fill you up. This is a vertical thing. It's more like everybody goes horizontal, like, oh, if this person or this thing. But it's like it's a vertical, like you connected to source and then connected down to the earth using your body, using your consciousness and becoming a channel for what wants to move through you. That is spirituality. That is it at its highest form. And that does not mean anything's going to be perfect. It just means that you live in a state of surrender and trust and and know that there's divine will and you give up your need for human will and control all the time and i will tell you my friends it's hard sometimes it really is i have gone through some challenging initiations as of late i left a nine-year marriage and, you know, moving and starting over and having two, you know, my, my daughters and all these things and, you know, finding out some, some difficult truths and just learning a lot, you know, about myself and about my former and all these things, right? And I could easily, I've caught myself. Why did this happen? Oh my gosh. Even though it was of my choosing, you know, but like really I'm experiencing one of the biggest deaths and rebirths of my life. The death of an illusion, the death of an ideal, of a dream, of a fantasy, of all the things, right? So whenever you're ending something, there's a death. 
But on the other side is the rebirth. And I'd rather be midwifed into my new way of being and living as a vessel of the divine moving through me than thinking for one minute that I have any of this figured out. Really. I mean, I'm a smart... (laughs) I consider myself a smart, smart gal, but I have a lot of, you know, wisdom of my own life that I've gone through. But once again, life always finds a way to humble me. Just when I think I know and I'm, I'm, I'm more sturdy on my path and more resilient, life brings me to my knees. And when I used to be brought to my knees in my life, I remember when my first marriage and I was getting divorced and that was my doing too. I want, I, I left the marriage, but, and he's an amazing person, but I remember I was brought to my knees for many, you know, very different reasons then than the reasons I have now. But then I was messy and I was surrendered, but I wasn't trusting God in my path. I tried to fill myself with, you know, external things, thinking that that would, you know, help me. And that that was, you know, that was part of my spiritual journey, by the way. Because what I want you to see is the spiritual journey is your personal journey back home to yourself and to God. It's no... I meditate and drink green juice and do yoga every day. That's a bunch of silliness. That's part of it. That's just part of what you do to become, to come home to yourself. But the difference is this time when I was brought to my knees, I said a prayer, God, please fill my heart with your truth. Please show me what I need to do, please, you know, just allow me to move through this with grace. Because I know, just as you know, when something dies or something ends or we're brought into the biggest initiations of our life, that we don't always have the answers. We won't always understand there's mystery involved. But the important thing in your spiritual practice, right, and really stepping into leadership is knowing undoubtedly that you're held, that you're supported, and that when you see it as this is happening to me versus, you know, not to me, I'm sorry, when it's happening for me versus to me, this is happening for my evolution, this is happening so that I can grow and I need to learn about parts of myself and I get to like go back and like understand myself on a deeper level and I get to accept myself on a deeper level. You get to accept yourself on a deeper level, whatever your initiation is right now in your life. That's when we become the channel. We become this instrument and our hearts get filled with love and service And as a leader, you get to show up and you get to, you know, learn and, and, and be in that state of really like, you know, 
you're no better than anybody else. I'm no better than anybody else. We're all the thing that connects us is we're all human and we all have our stories and we all have the things. The spiritual path has many roads and it's a maze at times and sometimes you will not be able to see where you're going. But if you can trust the process, if you can let go and recognize your growth. And that's what I was, you know, kind of saying, like when I came to my knees, I, I saw my growth, like where I'm at now that than where I was, you know, in my first marriage when I was at my knees, like I have grown, I have shifted and I'm not going out and looking externally to fill myself with anything. I'm going within and I'm getting quiet and I'm showing up and I'm filling myself with love and new beginnings and being quiet and just listening and seeing what the divine wants to pour through my life. So fun getting to connect with you. I'd love to hear where you're at in your journey. Please share, please message me. Um, I hope you enjoyed this and share this with others and I hope you have a great day. Thank you for joining me today and if you enjoyed this episode please share it with your friends share the love and stay luminous and brave until next time this is donnell with soften podcasts